Welcome to Liberty Monks Podcast. James Mundy here with Mike Mundy. How are you this evening, Brother Mike? I am amazing, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. And uh, we've got uh, a second time appearance tonight. We're honored to have back with us from His Glory Ministry, Pastor Dave Scarlett. Welcome back to Liberty Monks, Pastor Dave. Well, thank you for having me. I mean, uh, bringing me back, uh, that's that's saying something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, we, we were, uh, Mike and I were chatting back and forth and I think he came up with it. He's like, you know, we really should have pastor Dave back on so much stuff has happened in the last sort of six months. I don't remember exactly the last time we were on, but it was, it was a, a bit ago and yeah. so much has transpired. And even the work that you're doing, what we were just talking about, um, offline, just with the reawakening tour with clay and his group. And, uh, we had a chance to talk to clay and interview him and had a great time, um, uh, talking to him, I mean, obviously the content is disturbing, but at the same time, I think, you know, going through that is helping people to, to, to discern what's actually happening and to realize that they're, they're being deceived on multiple fronts. Um, so we're just grateful that you're spending time with us this evening. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you again for having me. Um, there is a lot going on. And as before, I think probably said the last time I was on, and I truly mean it again today, uh, this is the greatest time in the history of the world to be alive. Mm-hmm. I would, couldn't agree more. Truth is coming out. Uh, we said it was going to come out, and you can see it starting to snowball right, right before our very eyes. It is, and I think there's a lot of impatient people. I'm one of them. Yeah, <laughs> where we just, you know, come on, you know, let's let's get this all out there. But there's a process to it, right? I mean, if you think about it, the plan that's in place that seems like it's in place took a long time to formulate and to refine and. To think that we can get it all done overnight is obviously not going to be the case. So we have to do the same. And I know that's what you're doing with His Glory Ministry, with His Glory TV, all the things, the, the wonderful things that you're doing and the people that you have on um, are ultra inspiring. And also, again, their energy is very contagious and the truth can be very contagious, especially in times where deception is at its peak. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Pastor Dave, you know, we're... we're t- one of the things we want to talk to you about is, you know, we're taught a lot of things at an early age, but we're taught that historical conflicts have good guys, they have bad guys, but from the good guy standpoint, you know, you have America, you have NATO, you have the allies in World War II, you have the, the coalition of 35 nations in the Gulf War, and then you have the bad guys, you have Nazis, Soviet Union, Japanese, Saddam Hussein, et cetera, and on and on and on, you know, but now we see the actions that the government has taken through the pandemic, and now we see this read the, the great reset and the new world order smacking us in the face front and center. They're not hiding it. And I think it's taught us that identifying the bad guys might not be so crystal clear anymore. Um, from your perspective and from all the people you've interviewed and all of the information you've had to absorb. All right. In the praying that you've obviously done, um, are we being played like pawns on a chessboard by very evil powers that be? Yeah, we, 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 we certainly are. Uh, I remember a few years ago before I actually got in the ministry, I had a, a, a really a mentor to me and a high ranking general, a former general. And I said, well, what he said, you know what the difference is between, you know, World War II and the Korean War and World War I uh, versus now? He said back then it was clear who our enemies were. It was black and white. Today, it's gray. We don't know who our enemy is. And that's the age we're in with with fake news, psyops, uh, uh, fake videos, uh, giving us narratives that are not true. Who had ever thought that our own government would lie to us about uh, COVID-19 and other things? And 
And you're going to see pretty soon that they lied about things that are far more sinister than anyone's seen yet. Far more sinister than anyone's seen yet? Yep. Without a doubt. Uh, it is. Uh, and that's another, you know, you said you, you wanted to see things. A lot of people want to see things uh, happen much quicker. Mm -hmm. uh, I've had the luxury. You've, we've had many people come out on his glory and speak publicly, but there's many behind the scenes privately that tell me things that I have to pray about before I go out there. So I don't let slip because right. you can't believe it. You can't, you can't uh, ruin that trust. Plus uh, for some supernatural reason, they feel comfortable telling me these things and uh, the enemy can't know what's going on. And we've had whistleblowers. And finally, by the grace of God, these two of our whistleblowers are going to have uh, their stories told. And then once these stories are told, it will blow the minds of people in America. It will blow the minds of people in the world, how deep and how ugly and how connected it is to all seven pillars of uh, society, the mountains. It's far worse than anybody could ever imagine. They, the, the public was not ready to handle what is coming until they gradually woke up. Well, and that makes a lot of sense because, you know, what, what we have noticed, even in our, our personal lives, when we try to tell people that we love and care about, you know, hey, you know, this is really what's going on. If you say the wrong thing, if you yeah. say something that's completely over their head, you lose them. And, and that's not what you want either, because then you, you're losing credibility, even though maybe you don't feel like you deserve to lose credibility. Perception is reality, right? There's a perception gap. And, and their perception is different than ours. And, and all these expectations that people have um, for, of what you're going to say and not say, and is it going to cloud their judgment? And, and, and that's it's a very important thing. So the, the, it takes a lot of patience to do what you're doing. And I know that that's true. And I know it's probably very difficult. And I imagine you have to pray very hard in order to keep that strength and fortitude to not let that stuff out because obviously the truth is that's what you're made of. That's what you're, that's what pastors are for, you yeah. know, is getting the truth out there to people. So it must be very challenging. Have you had some sleepless nights? M many, yeah. <laughs> many. Uh, when I was in San Diego, I didn't sleep well at all. Yeah. Um, and, and it's because I'm, I have a hard time shutting my mind down. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, how deep this goes and what the best way for God to direct me to open up these paths for the truth to come out in his perfect timing. And that's, you know, that's where we're at. And again, I, I, I think it today is a monumental day because uh, I, I thought it would probably be another year or two before somebody uh, that has a capability of taking these whistleblowers on and mm -hmm. telling their story. Uh, but they're gonna be, their stories will be told. That's great news. When do you think that people can expect to start to hear some of the, some of the information that you're speaking of? It's going to be depending on the parties that I gave to gave it to. I know one of yeah. the parties I gave to. Many people know who it is uh, mm -hmm. publicly. I'm not going to say the name, of course. Um, but he he's working on some major major things right now, and what he'll have from us will be just the cherry on the Sunday. It literally connects all the dots. And when you see this, you're like, how could this possibly happen? Wow. Wow. Well, we're going to be on pins and needles, <laughs> like every, like most other people waiting to hear uh, some of this information come to fruition. And so that people can get a clear understanding of what we're really up against. You know, Mike and I, and, and all of our guests, we talk about a lot of these things. And, and, and I know the people out there listening right now, I know you want to hear a lot of this stuff. I know you want to know what's going on. That's why you tune in. That's why you listen. And we try our best to, to, to get people of mass, just great credibility, like Pastor Dave, on our program. 
you know, the people that are the evil ones, Pastor, I don't know, and you may not be able to say who exactly these people are, but I'm going to ask you anyway, who are the people that are the evildoers here that we need to be you know, concerned about and understand? Well, you see some of it publicly coming out. We mentioned Clay Clark. Uh, I think yeah. you said Clay was on your show. Clay mm -hmm. is coming out brilliantly with uh, the Klaus Schwab and this evil Yuval Noah. Mm -hmm. Harari. Oh, that little, that little creepy monster that's. Oh around. my yeah. goodness, the depths of evil this guy is, and uh, he actually says things that you you don't think that people would actually literally come out and say that humans are hackable. Uh, we want to use the COVID nineteen and the jab to hack them, control them, take away their free will. It's part of the beast system. This is the guy that is the right hand to Schwab and trying to do the uh, you know the reset of uh, the global reset. And he even mm -hmm. had Joe Biden slip and say it yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he that did. The New World Order. He did. Yep. He came right out and said it. Now, you can look at, you know, Bush would say that in speeches and other presidents have said it. But, in you know, to your point, that was a slip because right now it's people are aware of it. Like before, you know, I mean, I remember hearing that speech uh, as a youngster when George Bush spoke and him. Actually, I think I remember that interview. I thought it was inspiring at the time because I didn't understand what it meant. But exactly. now in the context of what's happening today, obviously that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. It's in uh, everything we were taught and told in the last 25, 30 years, whether it be the Bushes or the Clintons or the mm -hmm. Obamas, yep. they're all, they're all complicit. They're all evil. They'll all get exposed. And, you know, it goes all the way back to George H.W. Bush's skull and bones. His nickname yep. was Magok. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't make that stuff up. You can't make that stuff up. You know, and that's, it's interesting. And if you don't mind, um, I mean, this really follows scripture. I mean, this follows Revelation. Um, and specifically, if we look at Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 through 18, it reads as follows. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him hath him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is number of man and his number is 603 score and six so when you look at that and you hear that and i don't i don't know what it is about what's happening but uh, scripture seems to be coming alive um more so than ever to people that maybe didn't read the bible as much or didn't understand the bible as much if they're looking and they're paying attention you're seeing it and ironically and you can look this up, folks. Um, and we talked about this with Clay as well. But our Congress is working on legislation HR six 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 and HR six 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 six. In addition to that, if you look at the word Corona, it's six letters. And if you convert the word Corona in numerology, it comes out the number sixty six. So six 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 again. And last but not least, Microsoft filed a patent for cryptocurrency system using body activity. Um, and that publication number is WO2020060606. And that's basically a technology that would regulate how people are able to make transactions or not, right? Unless they have this technology inside of them. That seems way too coincidental, Pastor, um, to not be intentional. Well, absolutely, it's intentional. Um, I could go deep into the scripture with why they picked 2030, but that's for another time and place. Mm -hmm. But you look at it, I mentioned this, you, you've all know Harari. Yeah. He came out and said it. He said, we have to feed the beast. He, did. he says, we, 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 that's his literal words. We have to feed the beast. And he says, we have a way to take the free will away from people and control their, what they vote, what they do. They have no more free will. He's bragging about this system that they can mm -hmm. be used. And, it, and we know through uh, Dr. 
Carrie Madej and others that they can use the 5G system to aggravate that, to, to stimulate that. Uh, Lara Logan was talking a little bit about that today on our program. It is absolutely, if you didn't think the book of Revelation was real, look, wait, uh, welcome to the last two years, specifically when you look at somebody like this, Yuval Noah Harari. And what Jesus said, it'll be like the days of Noah. And that was when they were manipulating the DNA molecule to have the mm -hmm. hybrids of the, you know, half man, half animal, and also the Nephilim uh, yep. that were, were from the offspring of the fallen angels in the, in the fair maiden woman. His yep. name is Noah. And that's exactly yep. what he's trying to do. He's trying to manipulate the person and take away free will. And that, in, in, you know what, one of the things that really got Mike and I, um, and Mike, you remember this moment with our interview with Clay was that he says that Jesus being resurrected and everything and, and was it was all, it was up. all fake news and made up. And he's saying that God doesn't exist and we're going to be gods and everything. And, but yet he, he obviously knows that Satan is real. I mean, I mean, is that, is that who he's referring to when he says the beast? I'm, I'm presuming that he's talking about Satan, Satan, Satan being real. Is that who's leading these evil men and women to any, and how is, how is this even possible? How do people think that, that Christ isn't real and God isn't real, Bo, but, but, but Satan, Satan is real and the devil's real. And that's who our real worship should be with. Yeah. Yeah, they they do. They they they've literally sold their soul to the devil. Uh, the, this uh, Harari is one of the most evil people on the planet that I've ever seen. And you got the Soros's of the world and Schwab's of the world. Just listen mm -hmm. to what they say and what they tell you. Uh, you look at all levels of society in the Hollywood into media. Uh, politicians who, uh, generals who have sold their soul in treason and sedition against this country. Me being a Marine, that was one of the things that just absolutely broke my heart is to see some of these three and four star generals that uh, willfully uh, committed sedition and treason against this country. You know, and, and so you, 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 we say this, uh, these, these folks in high military power willfully doing this. How, how, do, how does somebody come to that point, do you think? How does somebody come to the point where they disregard the good that this world is supposed to be, and they all of a sudden now jump onto this evil bandwagon, which, which ultimately doesn't win, right? I mean, we know through reading the book of Revelation and reading the Bible that evil doesn't win. God wins. God wins right. this war. Yep. And so they're go are they going through them? Is, is this going through the motions? They know they're going to lose, or do they really think that they could supplant God? Uh, some of them uh, literally have lost their soul and they believe uh, like Satan, Satan, Satan knows where his, his, his home's going to be for eternity. He, know, yeah. he, he knows the scripture, but he's so insane that his hatred towards man will continue to go until to the end. And there's some people that are in that same category that their hatred and, and their allegiance to Satan will be so strong. That's that, that'll be that way to the end. However, a lot of them fall in the category have of like the Epstein Island and honeypots and all the, the history of trapping somebody into a uh, precarious situation where you have leverage on them, blackmail. Mm -hmm. And one, I, I guess I'll let a little sneak peek of, of what one of the whistleblowers is going to say is that you go back to some of the secretary, all the secretary of defenses for the last 30 years and to get to the highest level of generals, how you have to com compromise with these weapon companies to make big deals. You just can't become a four-star general and have your morals. Uh, you're, you're trapped into the system. War is money. 
And uh, you know who the big uh, military players are. Mm -hmm. We went to Iraq for a lie. Uh, Dick Cheney and Halliburton made a lot of money. And so do all these defense contractors. And you're trapped in that system. And it's all about the money and it's all about compromise. And once you're in that system, uh, it's hard to get out. Britney Spears is, is talking about that from Hollywood. Uh, you know, she was trapped in this system. Mm -hmm. And once you're trapped in the system, it's almost impossible to get out unless they kill you. Well, and you're using an important word, system, right? Yep. And so we've had on uh, Dr. Shiva Ayadura, who is an MIT, uh, was an MIT professor, four degrees from MIT, and he discusses system science. And, it, and if you look at what's happening here, it is so refined, so specific that they're taking, seems like they're taking data to then build a certain output that they want. And the goal that they have is horribly evil, Right. And, and I know that uh, Yuval Noah Harari, in one of the clips that we played with Clay, was him talking about how there needs to be way less people. And, you yeah. know, and then you hear things about, you know, the, the, you know, Agenda 2030, where they want to eliminate 4 billion people at least. And then you wonder, all right, well, how would they even go about doing that? Well, They've taken over our institutions. I don't think people can realize this, that we have, I believe we've lost a lot of our institutions. Do you, do you feel the same way? I mean, do you think that these institutions, because Klaus Schwab came out and said this, he yeah. said, you know, they've infiltrated governments. So, you know, they've infiltrated different institutions. Are we that compromised to where, I guess the next question would be, are we that compromised in these institutions to where they're lost? And then the second question, part of that question is, how are they doing it? I mean, is it just because it's so compartmentalized that these, these, these departments don't talk to one another and people think they might be doing right when they're not? Well, we, there, there's some, uh, the, you know, three-letter three organizations. Uh, there's no way out. I mean, there's, there's, there's mm -hmm. no hope. Um, you're, you're better just getting Trump back in and, 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 and getting rid of them completely. But part of that problem is that you, you have career people that are not, that, that are not um, you know, not voted in. And they just start yeah. putting these career people in. Uh, I, I think it was uh, General Flynn was was talking about how much of the Muslim Brotherhood Obama brought in to be part of his national security. We were infiltrated with the Muslim Brotherhood uh, for our security systems, uh, national security. The same thing happened in Israel. We have Israeli generals on uh, every couple of weeks to, to talk to us about that too. The same thing happened in Israel. They infiltrated the Israeli government and the military with the Muslim Brotherhood. So we've been infiltrated from within. Well, and how deep does that go? Um, I know, obviously, in the government, the UN, um, a lot of these other um, think tanks, I guess, the Bilderberg Group, the Council of Foreign Relations, they seem ultra compromised. What about what about the Vatican? What about the church? It's probably the worst. The Vatican is uh, two enormous scandals are about ready to break any day on the Vatican. It's the, the financial system of the Vatican is going to come crashing down. Uh, there's a cardinal that's in hiding. Uh, that Bishop has Vagano, all, right? Uh, he has Arch the other piece. There's one gotcha. that has the financial piece, and the other one has all the evidence of what they're actually doing in the bowels of the Vatican, meaning they're actually doing child sacrifices in the bowels of the Vatican. Oh, my dear Lord. Yeah. So that's not the Catholic people. That's you know right. the leadership. That's the Vatican. That's the current Pope and um, some of the, the bad people inside the church. Uh, but there, there are millions of Catholics that follow his glory. They're, they, mm -hmm. they, they love Jesus sure. Christ and they, and they don't, re, they don't uh, put themselves uh, hope to the Pope. They're just, they're just Catholics.
well, how far gone is society? So this Harani clowns running around saying this stuff. And five, 10 years ago, he'd have been ostracized and in and, shame. And but now he says this stuff and we're like, oh, whatever. No, no one seems to care. So is society that far lost, yeah. gone, uh, point yeah. no return? It, it, well, there, the, ultimately, no. Because, well, there is because Christ comes back. But what Satan is trying to do, he's trying to bring up, he's bringing up the timeline too quick. There is a revival stall ahead. Uh, so we are going to get a short window of great revival. That's why I say it's the greatest time in the history of the world. This, this will be exposed, but it will be for a short period of time that we'll be able to get the gospel from east to west and north to south before the Antichrist system comes back again. And then it's, it, it's too late. We'll, we'll be going into the, the tribulation period. Uh, the church won't, the true church, but right, right. It's, gonna, it's going to get, uh, you think it's bad now, it's nothing compared to what the tribulation is going to be. Um, but it's, we're not there yet. Um, remember Jesus again in Matthew 24, said so it'd be like the days of Noah. What were the days of Noah? Not only were they manipulating the DNA, but lawlessness was, was, was upside down. It was like the times of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep. It wasn't that Sodom and Gomorrah had a lot of sin. It was the judicial system was flipped upside down. Everything was flipped upside down. Anti-God, the true God, Yuve Vave, and to their own gods, their own idols, their own way, the new norm, as we would try to say today. And God stepped in and said, no more. And that's where we're at. He's going to say no more. He's going to expose it. And there will be a period of time that we'll have to have a great revival, but it will come back because we know the scripture uh, that it will come back. And then uh, once that tribulation period over is our Kings comes back and then we, we rule and reign with him for uh, a, a thousand years. And then we enter into eternity. So 27.5% um, of the Bible is prophecy. That's mm -hmm. amazing because God wants us to know what's going to happen before it happens. Well, and you know, that's interesting. And I would love to get your perspective on this because there's 66 books in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And from, and again, you may have different information. I'm hearing this and you have better sources than I do, sir. But um, I've, I've heard that there's a lot, there's many, many more books of the Bible that we do not get to see. Um, right. You know, context to that, like I've heard numbers uh, in, that range from 70 to 700. Mm -hmm. Um is there merit to those books? Is there something in those books that we don't see that would shed more light on what's happening? Or is this what we're supposed to see? God's, God's presence in the 66, but technically there's 70 books of the Bible okay. because Psalms, you can you break down into actually five. Okay. So if you added that as four, that would, that would be 70. And God works in 70s, not 66s. Uh, right. 70 is the uh, a generation period in the Bible, which makes sense that he was 70 books. This would be the generation. Mm -hmm. uh, but there are other uh, books like the Book of Enoch. I've read the Book of Enoch many, many times. And nothing in the Book of Enoch uh, contradicts the Bible at all. It confirms mm -hmm. the Bible and takes it to another level. Uh, the book of Yasser uh, does the same thing, uh, even though that's not canon. Uh, but the, the book of Yasser is referenced in our Bible three times. But God can speak through the 66 books by 40 different authors brilliantly. When mm -hmm. we do see these other books, all they do is they, they, they complement and they, they merge in. So there's not like there's this all oh, this hidden piece that we have to see to make everything fall apart. He, he shows us that and what we have today. Gotcha. Who, um, I guess... Um... You know, a lot of those books were found with the Dead Sea Scrolls, correct? Yep, correct. Yep. Right. And, um, you know, has have those are those all out there for people to to look at? I mean, or are there ones that people have never seen? 
There's a couple that I've heard of uh, that I have not done research into them, mm-hmm. um, but uh, knowing the word of God that it's it, there's nothing in there that's going to uh, be that missing piece that you have to have. We have everything right. we need, and that is a relationship with him. And that's why the prophet Isaiah says, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, line upon line. Yep. He wants us to know the entire scripture. It's like a puzzle. And the more mm-hmm. of the pieces of the puzzle you put together of all 66 books from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, you start to see the bigger picture. But there's always one theme through the whole thing, and it's love. If you had to wrap up the, the word of God in one word, it's love. His love for us from Genesis 1, how he created man in the image of Elohim is just mind-blowing. Why would he create us in his image when he's God and we are fallen? But that's how much he, uh, he, he, he loves us and he wants to redeem us. He's just testing us in our free will. What are we going to choose? And that's where this Noah Harari, that's why Satan wants to take away the free will. Uh, free will is the gift that God has given us to choose. What great God we have that he doesn't force us to love him. We get to choose whether mm-hmm. we love him or not. Now there's a consequence to it eternally, but we do have free will to choose. Yeah. He has a lot of nerve saying that free will is a thing of the past, doesn't he? Because, he does. I mean, and, and you know, everybody's going to always have free will to make decisions. Now, I guess if you're in captivity and if you're enslaved, then Perhaps you don't get to do the things you want to do, but you still maintain the spirit. You still have your soul and you still have free will. I mean, he came out and said that souls don't exist. He, I mean, he literally came out and said that. And, um, yeah. and I don't know, maybe that's because he's got his is gone, you know, and amongst others that are in this evil network. Yeah, he's 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 uh, one of the most evil creatures I've I've seen on the face of the earth. It's, it's just mind blowing that he's actually put that out there. I first saw it. I was like, this cannot be real. How could anybody come out and openly say that we're going to use the jab to take uh, like an animal and make them hackable and we can control them? And the first thing he slipped, I think it was a Freudian slip. Mm-hmm. He came out and said elections was the first thing he said. Well, there you go. If you can put the jab in people and then you can change their, their, their thought process, whether through 5G or whatever mechanism to change elections, you can control elections forever in every country, wherever you want them to go then you have a one world government. So the one world government, you know, I remember when um, Trump uh, and I believe this is when he was running and he he basically said, you know, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you and I'm in their way. How important do you think he is to the grand scheme of this? How important do you think he is, whether he runs or whether he gets back in office somehow, is that a critical, is that a critical component to this? Or is there somebody else do you think that is going to be able to step in and accomplish some of the things that uh, seems like he was trying to accomplish in, in, in defeating this deep state, this permanent government that we seem to have? Um, I guess, uh, how, how critical is Donald Trump to all this? Well, our hope is not in a man. Our trust is not in a man. Our trust is in uh, the living Christ. God is the one who's going to see us through this. The, 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 mm-hmm. the, he keeps telling me, expect the unexpected, meaning God. So we're going to, when this all breaks through and this all happens. So if anybody says they know exactly how it's going to play out, they'll lie about other things too, because nobody right. knows how this is going to play out. No. Uh, but when it does happen, he's told me this many times. He said, People are going to look around and say, only God could have done that. No man did it. Trump didn't do it. General Flynn didn't do it. Um, they have, may have helped, but I am, I, am, uh, I am that I am, and I am the one that did this. And he won't share his glory with anyone. And people will know. 
And that's will be a part of the great revival too, that there is a God. Look, look at this. The yep. coincidences of this happening and this supernatural experience, whatever the, it may be, it will blow people's minds and they'll go, they can only point to God. Well, and um, you just mentioned his glory and that's the name of your ministry. And so right now, as it stands, what, what is, what is some, what are some of the things that, that his glory is accomplishing and doing? Um, you know, I know that you have your, his glory TV now, tell yeah. us a little bit about just what you guys are working on, who perhaps you uh, have been talking to recently that has shed more light on this for you. We would love our, our listeners, the, you out there to, to, to go and, and research his glory because we've gone on your site and there is so much great information, but just um, tell us a little bit about, or as much as you want about the work that you're doing now and um, what people can expect if they start to do their own research. Yeah. Well, his glory is uh, a name that was given to me, uh, to my mother, actually uh, from God, the name, this ministry, I didn't think I'd ever be a pastor. I never thought I'd be in a ministry. I was a corporate guy. I was a director at AT&T and I'm like, there's no way I'll be a pastor. <laughs> I poo-pooed the prophetic word, and uh, lo and behold, it was right. The name His Glory literally comes from the Hebrew word kabod, which means literally His essence. So He named this ministry literally after Himself, and He's guided us every step of the way. We've got dot TV dot me before anybody ever knew what dot TV or dot me was. Um, we're moving to twenty four seven TV uh, podcast, so we'll be on radio. I think we're in. 14 radio stations right now we're into movies we did our first mo documentary with uh um uh nick cersei chris Burgard about the truth about january 6 on his glory tv mm -hmm. um so we're going to be doing more documentaries more movies uh 24 7 and each one of the programs has a way uniquely to bring a, a segment of the world to come to know who he is from something that they would be interested in. A example would be his story is uh, co-hosted with Lava Girl with me, Taylor Dooley. So we take people from Hollywood or uh, musicians or uh, sports and how they came out of that and give glory to God. Uh, we have Window in the Supernatural, which is the prophetic. Uh, we have a lot of military intel because we have three generals that come on American generals uh, every month. General Flynn comes on, General McInerney, General mm -hmm. uh, Valley. Uh, we have Israeli generals on every month as well and more. Uh, and then we have a, a program that hits the Middle East. Uh, the Lord also had me uh, about three years ago study the Quran. And at first I was like, why do you want me to study the Quran? What, what purpose is that? So now I see we reach about 5 million people that I can count in Muslim countries and thousands wow. have come to Christ because I can sh share with them who Jesus is from a Quran, from the Quran perspective, instead of saying, this is the Jesus of the Bible. And that includes two imams who have given their life to Christ, which is just absolutely mind blowing that that would happen. But um, that's just the, some of the things the Lord is doing. He has given us a prophetic word that we will hit a billion people um, all for his purpose and all his glory. And all we do is, you know, my Marine days, you know, report, to, uh, report to my commander in chief and do what he tells right. me to do. Well, that's fascinating. So you studied the Quran, um, and, and obviously you've, you've, you've reached a lot of Muslims, um, yep. which, you know, they have their own way of looking at things, of course. So what, what is the, before you reach them, what is their perception of Christ? I mean, do they have a perception of Christianity and Christ? And prior to you reaching them and perhaps shedding light on what the truth really is? 
Yeah, they, they believe that Jesus is a prophet uh, and that he will, according to the Quran, will come back and say, my death was 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 fake, just like uh, Noah Harari did, mm-hmm. um, and then give allegiance to Allah and Muhammad. Um, uh, but they, but the unique things about the Quran is that they believe the Gospels are a holy book. They believe Michael uh, and uh, Gabriel are holy angels. King David is a prophet. So when you can start, and the Torah is a holy book. So when you can start showing them the, the true Messiah from those books that they believe in the Quran without saying it's from the Bible, it gets, it's, it's like planting a seed and they ask more questions and more questions. And then mm-hmm. and it, 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 it comes to them. Ah, that's he's truly the son of God. <laughs> well, um, you know, that's that's actually amazing because rarely do you see people convert their perspectives, especially these days. Right. Um, yeah, you, people are dug in. They are dug in, man. I mean, it, it's amazing when you you can totally read the room now when you run across somebody who totally does not see things the way that you do. There's it's almost like there's anger, um, even about silly things, you know um that that you might say but if they don't believe it it's just no you're wrong and i'm right um do you i guess from your perspective then um do you think that the this situation where people are so divided is there any other way but through god that people come back together because i know that people are trying but i just from where i said i I, that's what i believe um mike i don't know about you i think you do too but um, is there any other path of reuniting people other than through love, like you said, in, in, in the word of God? There is no other way. Uh, Jesus told us, he said, Satan's mm-hmm. house is against this house. It will be divided. That wasn't a figure of speech. He's telling you mm-hmm. how Satan's house would fall. And that's exactly what we're seeing. They're starting to turn on each other. And that's where you see the, the house start to fall. And then we'll have that rise of, 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 the, of the glory of God, the greatest outpouring. People always ask me, where is that in scripture? Well, it's in Joel too. It's called the day of the Lord. And that event is upon us. And that is the last event that has to come mm-hmm. upon us before uh, the, 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 the taking away of the church, which is called the Harpazo. Well, I have a lot of my friends who have families who have never gone to church before who are now going to church. Yeah. So I think this whole lockdown where they try to shut down churches and take God away has backfired. I really yep. do. It has. Um, Pastor Dave, um, obviously as a man of God, uh, if you had the opportunity and you were in front of this evil, Klaus Schwab, uh, you've all know Harari, who are just men, right? They're not, they're not, they're not Satan. They're, they're followers of Satan, obviously. <laughs> um, what would you say to them, you know, as a man of God, as somebody who, who speaks God's word fluently and, and, and has actually has personally uh, had an encounter with Christ himself, right? Because you told us that yeah. in the first uh, yeah. episode, which was unbelievable um, to hear. Um, what would you say to them to steer them the right way? What would you say to them to make them realize that the, the error of their ways and that it makes more sense to come back to Christ? It would be a, a very short statement. Uh, I don't know what I would say. I have to pray about what I would say mm-hmm. at the time. But it would be a short statement that he is the way, the truth, and the life. But they're not gonna they're they're not gonna buy that. What mm-hmm. I would immediately do is pray in the spirit, because yeah. then I'm praying in the spirit realm, and the angels, and 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 the spirit realm will come in and and intercede for the things we don't know, know what to pray for. Uh, that's the only way. Uh, they're not going to get it from what mm-hmm. what I say or any other man says. It's got to be the spirit of the Lord that's going to come yeah. on and and literally shake them. That means knock them down on their back end, 
so be it. Yep. But that can't come from me. That has to come yeah. from from God. Now, if you'd have asked Dave Scott the Marine that question <laughs> 10 years ago, if you had this guy in a room alone, it may have been a different answer. Yes, I would. I, I would have taken them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm still a work in progress, you know. Right. Um, you we, know aren't we all? Aren't we all? But my, 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 I would have gone all Marine on uh, this Noah guy. <laughs> that, 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 that's for sure. This, this yeah. guy's beyond evil. Yeah, that was my instant reaction, too. And I wasn't a Marine, but oh, my gosh, uh, it's just um, that was blood curdling. It was just I don't know if I've ever felt when I heard him say that. And I've heard other people say that, you know, you talk to atheists, but, you know, the difference is they're not intentionally trying to be evil. They just haven't seen the path. They don't know where the path is and they haven't found Christ. But this man is intentionally just dragging it through the mud and i don't know if i've ever been more angry and i don't know if that's the right it's obviously not the right thing i don't think because that's not we're not supposed to hate anyone but i don't know if i've ever been more angry when i heard him say that yeah um the lord has told me his days are numbered (laughs) um uh pastor dave i know that we're we're uh we're running up against some time i know you have a town hall this evening um i guess from where you sit right now, what, what would be, if you could speak to everybody out there um, and everyone in the world was listening, what would you say to them right now is the most critical thing that they can do to help facilitate, um, you know, taking on this evil and taking on these things that we're about to, or even just interpreting and coping with what we're about to hear? What would you tell them right now if you had that opportunity? Uh, you have to get active. You have to participate. Uh, this is uh, this is not a spectator sport. Uh, Christ has asked us to take move forward uh, for Him. It says, "Go out and preach the gospel." It didn't say, "Sit in your living room, eat Cheetos, and and hope the gospel gets preached mm-hmm. around the globe." We have to go out and take action, as General Flynn says, even at the local level. Whatever action, each person has a call from God on their life, and you have to find out what that call is. The scripture tells us that if you seek him diligently, he'll tell you what the call is. And it may be something small and it probably will be something small uh, in the beginning, but you have to step out in that faith, but you have to be active. And the more we get active in this and the more we move forward with truth, his truth, the word of God, and you mm-hmm. see his, his, his presence around, you're going to see the magnificent time that uh, I've been talking about and the scripture talks about. It's coming. And each day you see a little bit more come down of truth just enough to start waking more people up, more people up. And I think you're going to start seeing it now speed up. But you're, if, you're, if, if you do not take action today, three years from now, you're going to look at this time in history and say, I should have acted. And you mm-hmm. don't want to have any regrets. Because I had a regret when I went to heaven. That regret was that my, my report card was empty. And the next time I go home to be with the Lord forever, my report card is going to be full, not because of me, yep. but because I'm doing it for his purpose and his glory. And that's what he wants out of every single person. That's why we're here. We're here for free will, one to accept him. And after that, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to go out and do things for his purpose and his glory? Uh, and you're going to get attacked. It's not if you're going to get attacked, you will get attacked. Jesus told mm-hmm. us you'll get attacked. He did. The world hated me before I hated you, but I've overcome the world. But you have that shalom, that peace, that love that you know he has it no matter what happens in the world. And they can't, they, they, they can't, he, nobody can take that away from you. And what's the worst yeah. they can do? Kill you. I, I've right. been to heaven. It's glorious. <laughs> well, uh, wonderful to hear that, obviously. Um, 
One more quick question I have for you. Uh, I, I've recently watched, uh, I've watched this now three times, but I've seen all uh, both uh, seasons of Chosen. I don't mm. know if you've seen it or not, but yeah. I wanted to get your perspective on it. Um, I, I personally just absolutely love it, but um, you know, I'm, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a man of the cloth. Um, so uh, what is your, what is your read on it? What do you think? Yeah, I, I love it. I haven't seen season two, but I was on the oh. set of the final episode of season one, The Wedding in Cana. So really? we've interviewed Dallas Jenkins and, and Justin. Uh, Rabbi Jason is a, is, a, is a friend of mine. He's the one that gave the biblical content for The Chosen. So we helped promote The Chosen in the beginning uh, to, to help them get started. So I, I, I love every aspect. It's open people's eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it completely 100% accurate? No. But it's getting people to open up. It's, it's the yeah. best Jesus film I've seen uh, done so far. Well, if it gets them to crack the Bible open and start to read it, that's, they've done yep. their job, right? And yeah, I think absolutely. that that is absolutely, um, it's made me uh, personally a lot more interested in reading scripture for different reasons, for, for, for I think, the right reasons um, to try to really understand it. Uh, absolutely. So, um, well, Pastor Dave, I, I can't thank you enough. Um, just to remind everybody, um, his glory TV, um, his glory ministry, where can people find all this great work and information that they can go look at? Um, what, what are all the resources that they can go and find and where do they find it? You can go to www.hisglory.me. And then we have an app that has all of our programming has all the communication. We have thousands of hours worth of Bible studies that when YouTube took us down, we had to, we're in the process of we saved it. So we're putting them all back together. And that's how evil they are. They took down the Bible study. So YouTube took down Bible studies. Took down Bible Let's just studies. put that in perspective, everyone. Yeah. We had like 300,000 followers on YouTube and they took down the Bible studies. So um, wow. they're coming back up. Many people love the Bible studies. We do have a Sunday service. We are a lot of people's church uh, with COVID uh, hit. People uh, got groups of 10 to 12 and tuned into our uh, Sunday service and um, you stream service. that live. Do you guys stream, stream that live, that live. Yep. Yep. every Sunday? Yep. Okay. So there's Fantastic. something for everybody there. Um, whether it's prophetic, whether it's generals, whether it's politics, whether it's uh, economy uh, it's it, Islam, you know, we have a, a woman who worked for general Flynn for years in counterterrorism. It was Muslim uh, in Pakistan and she came to uh, came to Christ and General Flynn didn't know that until I, I told him about it uh, about six months ago when we were in California and they reunited. But she has a show on our network, too, with a woman that, I, that is a Jewish. And they're hitting uh, these two women are dynamic. They're hitting the Jewish and also the Muslim community because she was a Muslim coming to Christ. It's very unique. Wonderful. Wonderful. They're like the Handy and Combs of the His Glory TV. Yes. Yeah. They hit the, they hit the Middle East, you know, to hit the, hit the, the Jewish people. That's another thing that we know are in biblical times. Ezekiel 37, the dry bones is happening. You know, I talked to all these, these contacts in Israel. I'm the co-chair chairman of the board of Newsreel, which is news coming from Israel to the United States. And they are very interested in Messiah. They keep asking me questions before and after. <laughs> that would have been unheard of three, four, five years ago. They would never wow. ask those questions. They would have just said, I don't want to hear it. But now they're, 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 they're inquisitive. And um, it's, it's amazing time. Absolutely incredible. Well, Pastor Dave, we can't thank you enough. Uh, it's been an honor talking to you again. We appreciate you coming back on. Um, looking forward uh, to seeing you in South Carolina as well. Um, that'll be great. 
And um, just God bless you, sir. Um, God bless all of you listening this evening. God bless all the brave men and women and children right now in the world that have endured so much over the last two years. And I know there's a lot more to endure, but stay brave and stay strong. Um, and as always, God bless America. Uh, until next time, be safe and well. Amen.